0: If you have an online business, you're creating content. And the way you create content is more important than ever. It's really noisy out there and learning to stand out is the only way. Hey, I'm Lindsay, and I'm the host of the Content Magic Podcast, all about being an entrepreneur and creating kick-ass content to market yourself and your business. I have a not-so-secret superpower for copywriting, marketing, and content, and I've helped hundreds of folks just like you show up with a ton of confidence in the online space. I've been doing this content thing for 20 years, and I believe the real magic is a combo of intuition, creativity, and strategy. You can and create content for your business without losing your mind, I promise. So tune in every week for tangible content tips, inspiring guests, and some real spicy opinions, probably mine. Ready to dive in? Let's go. Um, Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. And I'm really excited to have another guest for you today. My friend Hannah, uh, we met in a networking group and then she came over to my call and she was full of fire. And I was like, whoa, can you come on the podcast? So I'd like to introduce you to my friend, Hannah. She's a money healer. She's got tons of smartitude. Welcome, Hannah.
1: Uh, I'm so glad it turned out this way because when I was on <laughs> your call and like spitting all my like strongly held beliefs, <laughs> the first time that I was there, I was like, oh, God, this could go either way. And I did have a little bit of a vulnerability hangover afterwards. And I was like... Gonna have to go back and make sure that they still like me. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so I'm yes, hundred percent. That it all worked out and that we're friends now.
0: Yeah, no, we. Um, yes, my. I have a call on Tuesdays um, that's open to all women entrepreneurs, and um, yeah, we get real spicy on there sometimes. So we love the spicy opinions, and we're all about being real and safe. So thank you for coming to that and contributing to that feeling.
1: Oh, makes me feel really happy and warm
0: inside. So can you tell us who you are, where you are, and what you do and who you help?
1: Yeah, my name is Hannah. I live in the south of Germany. You can just picture the sound of music. That's pretty much my life. It's all rolling hills and old churches and cobblestone streets. And I do sing on hills every now and then. (laughs) Um, And I have a little babe. So we spend most of our days just playing outside in the mud and in the woods. And when I'm not doing that, I'm a money healer. I help ambitious women heal their relationship with money, live in financial overflow, always have lots of it and yeah, enjoy their wonderful lives.
0: And so tell me the story of how you found this as your calling or how, like, what's your entrepreneurial journey? What made you decide, okay, this is what I want to do.
1: I stumbled into it. You know, I didn't really decide it. I was originally in, um, I was studying fashion. I I had the dream of becoming my own boss. So I thought, well, maybe one day I can own a fashion company. And so I didn't really know what to do. Um, went to school for fashion. As I was there, I was struggling with CPD, anxiety, depression. I could hardly get out of bed. I was in this really, really dark cloud. And so I started finding these healing tools and emotional healing modalities. And it really helped me. And I started to feel a lot better. And so the people around me, my friends and family were like, what are you doing? What's going on? And they came to me with all of their questions. And so um, over time, that's how I kind of stumbled into being a healer and into a business owner. Um, I really stumbled into it because it was not my plan. And then after many, many years of specializing in emotional healing and trauma release, um, because I'm clairvoyant, so I see energy when I look at a person, I see like colors around them and dark spots and I can kind of be like, Oh, so there was something here around the age of seven where you felt heartbroken or there's this thing or that thing and and I've always talked to like Jesus and the fly on the wall. <laughs> and you know, I've just kind of always been this way. And for most of my life, I didn't really know what to do with it. But then with my clients, it came in really handy because I was able to read them and figure out what was going on. And we were able to release the energy quite quickly. And so they felt these amazing inner shifts at first where they felt really light and bright and happy and their lives started working better. And then these money side effects started showing up. And I was in a terrible blaze with money for most of my life. Like I was the last person to give money advice to anybody. <laughs> so that's like the big kind of joke about my life that I ended up being a money healer. But with my clients all these amazing money side effects started showing up where the promotions happened and the new businesses were being started and the clients kind of came in and the money started showing up. And so more and more people um came to me for money healing and then over time that's kind of what I came like that just that's what people said about me. Oh yeah, I was really great at money healing. I was like, "Oh, what?" <laughs> you know? And so again, like I stumbled into being a healer and then I stumbled into being a money healer um, because my clients just kind of anointed me that. So that's what I am and what I do today, I guess.
0: <laughs> oh, I love that. And it, yeah. And it's it sometimes like, you know, it takes a little bit of effort before, um, your own clients kind of guide you and you're like, wait, I'm really good at this. I think I'm going to keep going. So, um, what, like, I feel like everybody talks when people talk about money, they're like, oh, it's a loaded topic. Um, and I feel like with you, it's not really a loaded topic. It's just like, why can't it be easy? So why can't making money be easy? And if somebody's like, oh, my God, I'm struggling and nobody, nobody's buying my thing. And nobody's like, what do you say to those people that feel like yeah. they're struggling all the time?
1: Yeah, um, I would say that. The way money flows in your life today directly correlates with how love flowed between you and your main caregivers when you were little. I'm going to say this again. The way that money flows in your life today directly correlates with how love flowed between you and mom and dad when you were a little babe. Because money is an expression of love when you were tiny, your parents were supposed to love you and care for you and give you treats and toys and snuggles and a lovely bed and cozy jammies to wear. And now that you're an adult, you're supposed to use money to love yourself, to have a wonderful home and to buy that plane ticket to see, to go to your best friend's wedding across the country and to go sign up for that retreat and to go buy the organic food that's going to fuel your body. And so if you don't have this inner capacity to receive a lot of love, have a lot of love, especially in the form of money, you know, like that's going to be really hard to create for you. And so you can do a little self-inquiry with me now where, where you can go back to your childhood and just think, you know, how did I perceive love at that time? You know, like what was your personal perception? Was love abundant? Was your Were your parents always there for you? Attuned, patient, loving? you know, was, was love really dependable? And if it wasn't, it felt like there was always this lack, Like you could could never get enough. You know, even if your parents did their best, it just felt like you were longing for this overflow of love that would really satisfy you. And you never really got there. You know, is your money now feeling scarce? Does it feel like it's not enough even when you have, you know, a good amount for some of my clients? um, The money story is that in their early years, love didn't really feel dependent like dependable sometimes the parents were really attuned and really loving and sometimes they weren't so sometimes they had love sometimes they hadn't and it's the same with money in their lives today where they can create these windfalls of money but they don't really have anything to show for at the end of the day or they have extreme droughts extreme overflow and it's this crazy roller coaster and then yet another group that's really common is where as children, we learn that we receive love if we fit into this specific role in our family of origin that was designed for us. You know, if I'm a good little girl and I'm a, if I'm a good little boy and I behave exactly in this way, then I'll get love. And then later on as adults, we constantly betray ourselves for money. We might be in a job that's not aligned. We might be working way too much. We might be working with people who are just not our cup of tea at all. We might know that something needs to change, but this, this feeling of, you know in order to have love and money i have to betray myself is so strong that that's what shows up in your adult life today so anybody listening you can do this little inquiry to to begin to unravel why your money is flowing the way it's flowing and in my work we really open up the flow of love we help you become an amazing receiver of love and money is an expression of love so when you're an amazing receiver of love you can love yourself enough to receive all the financial resources that your heart desires. And then some.
0: I love that. And it's, that's a really um, cool analogy. Um, And I think like, it's interesting and I've seen in my own entrepreneurial journey, and I was just talking about this yesterday. um, The times when like, I've had this like desperate energy, Like I put some program out or something. I just was like, oh my God, I need five people to sign up. Is when nothing happens. Or if I put out a program that I'm like, oh, this is really exciting. Like I'm really super excited about this. And I take some of that pressure off. then all of a sudden these random clients show up or these cool projects show up. Um, Is that something that you find with your clients? When when they sort of have that desperate energy that it sort of repels any income or any clients or any buyers?
1: Absolutely. Um, The thing that always kind of rubs me the wrong way is when clients come to me and they've been told, you know, you need to feel abundant and then everything will fall into place. And they're like, have you seen my bank account? Have you seen that I have kids to feed? Like, have you seen this? And it is true. It can sometimes feel like a curse when you're feeling the scarcity and you're feeling really, really scared and terrified And you can't just shift into an abundant state. You know, many people really struggle with this. And, you know, so so for somebody who feels like they are in this downward spiral, in this funk, in this like feeling of, you know, being really, really scared, the thing that I always recommend for people is to kind of do both. Do both the money-making activities and the, you know, the sales and the marketing and the prospecting the talking to people and all of that and clear your blocks at the same time. But so often um, we're being told, well, you need to feel good and abundant and only then will money show up. But how about money is allowed to show up even when you feel terrible. How about money Mm -hmm. is allowed to show up and comfort you and love you even when you're confused, even when you don't believe in yourself. And so one of the things that I love to do with my clients is I like to kind of find the conditions that we placed on receiving money. You know, like the condition I just mentioned would be I have to be in a good mental state in order to receive money. You have to be high
0: vibe all the time.
1: Right. Yeah. You have to be high vibe all the time. Only then will money show up or you have to be working a certain amount. Only then will money show up or you have to be an entrepreneur. Only then will money show up or you have to be you know, working for a company and only then will you have a consistent income. And so that's part of my work as an energy healer where I read my clients' energy fields and we clear all of those conditions, you know, because I think it's more loving and more generous for my clients to be allowed to be real human beings who go through all the different feelings that humans experience and you still get to receive love in the form of money. And to tie that back to what I said earlier, you know, as a child where you love, regardless of how you were feeling and acting was love, this extremely dependable thing. And that's what we want to create in your world where money is loving and dependable and caring for you and protecting you. And, you know, that you always have so much that you can sleep soundly at night and there's even more coming and you can, you know, you're making sales and getting new orders and getting fresh money every single day. You know, why wouldn't money love you to that extent? Why wouldn't it, you know, be, be there for you in this way?
0: I love that. Um, and it, it reminds me a lot of parenting, right? Like it's the same way. Like if my kids are having a tough time or whatever, like my youngest has tantrums, you know, um, (laughs) and it's tough because sometimes you have to dig deep for this and it's like, well, even though you're having a hard time and you're telling me you hate me, I still love you. Right. It's kind of like the same idea. Um, and I think so much of entrepreneurship (laughs) a lot like parenting it's like you learn so many lessons and like so many yeah there's like so many I don't know I find so many parallels do you find that
1: absolutely I love what you just touched on because um I have come to see money as like the third parent
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know where you've got mommy and you've got daddy and then you've got money as a third parent guiding you like flowing love into you. And so if we can begin to see money, not as this like obstacle, cause that's what it was like for me growing up. It was always can't Same. do this because of money, have to do that because of money. So money was the decision maker. You know, mm-hmm. we weren't making decisions based on soul or based on what was most aligned, like decisions were made based on money. And that's how I made the decision. And I really hope to figure this stupid money thing out one day because this is terrible, you know? And so when we can shift into a place where money is a solution, where money is like the wind in our sails, where money is the thing that opens doors for us, where money is is like the stuffy that lets us sleep at night, where money is like the, the wonderful ship that takes us through the different seasons of our lives. You know, money, I believe really wants to give to us. It wants to love us. It wants to care for us. And you know, most people feel best when money is allowed to show up as kind of like a parent, you know, as somebody who guides us, money has always pushed my, my sorest buttons, you know, the most wounded parts of me, the parts of me where I had all these confidence bubbles, and I didn't really believe in myself and, you know, where I was terrified of the future, you know, especially money brought that out. And so in a way, Money is relentlessly kind because it will always show us exactly the wounds that we need to heal.
0: I love that. That's very cool. And it's um, something you said just made me think about the way I speak about money in front of my kids, right? Because you think about some of your money stories as a kid growing up and, you know, some of the things you learned or the way your own parents spoke about money. And so it makes me very aware of how I talk about money with my kids and not saying things like we can't afford it instead saying, well, it's just not a priority right now, um, you know, or teaching them some of those habits that I didn't learn until later in life as almost as an adult. And it's interesting because my father was an accountant, (laughs) but he never, right. Like his, but his mindset on money was completely different. Um, you know, it was always never enough, never enough, never enough, right? Which obviously I carried it into adulthood. So it's interesting. Um, you know, and I, and I am very intentional the way I speak about money in front of the kids and not talk about rich people versus poor people and what that means. And, you know, you know, or, or talking about, um, I don't know, like I don't even, I don't even talk about like one day when you go up and get a job, because I'm like, maybe that's not the way, or maybe that's not what they're thinking about, right? If they watched me work for myself for 10 years, I'm kind of like, maybe that's not the answer, growing up and getting a job. Maybe there's something else for them out there. So some of those things, um, I'm always very careful what I say, because, you know, they're little sponges and they absorb everything.
1: Yeah, I love that you're touching on the family aspect because um, we accumulate decades worth of emotional baggage around money, decades worth of it. When a client comes to me and they're in their forties, that's 40 plus years of messaging and, you know, all the disappointments and all the hopes and dreams and all the like, just all that stuff sitting in their bodies. And many, pretty much all of my clients, when they start, everybody has something you know, Mm -hmm. whether it's like a weird pain in the neck or an autoimmune thing that just won't go away, even though they're doing all the right things or like ruminating thoughts at night. Like we feel it in our bodies, like the emotional turmoil that's sitting inside of us. It really affects how our body is functioning. And in addition to our own emotional baggage with money, we also have our ancestors story with money. You know, we have our parents' points of view with money that we also need to clear. And it's like, it's a lot of stuff. It doesn't take a long time to clear, but it's a lot to clear. And what, what gets me excited about it is that the opportunity for positive change in, you know, money healing work is so amazing. You know, most of us don't go there. Most of us read the financial books and most of us like oh, take the sure. marketing courses and most of us like try to meditate it all away or mm-hmm. hypnotize it all away. But we never really go in and take that really deeply cleansing inner shower. You know, we just put more stuff in. And so mm-hmm. that that's pretty much like there's just two things that I do with my clients. I clear them out and then I teach them, you know, how to make a ton of money you know, but it's really nice to get rid of all of this stuff, like everything that you were taught about money, everything that you think you can do, or that you can't do, or everything that you think you are, and then to just see how you can relate to money from this very, like, fresh point of view, and it does set your entire family free, it does set your children free, it sets everybody, because when, when we clear the pattern in you, everybody else releases it as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, I love that, and I think, um, so something I was talking about with another guest was this idea of, you know, these stories that we have, right? From childhood, whatever, that are sometimes subconscious. Like we just, it's this loop that's always played in our head. So is it possible to come like completely clear that? Or will it come up at like a later time in a different form? What's your belief We can on that?
1: completely and totally clear it. Um, so that's just the energy clearings that I do. So once the energy is gone, it doesn't return And it happens all the time where I'm like, laughing with a client like, Hey, do you remember that you had this block once upon a time? Or do you remember that you struggled with this? And like, look at you now, like, you're just telling me that this and that happened. One of my artist clients just landed like a huge deal with this elevator company. She's going to design elevators now. Like, how cool is that?
0: <laughs> you yes. know?
1: And so we're uh, when, when clients come to me and they're like telling me the, about the amazing things that they're doing, my mind sometimes goes to, Oh yeah, we cleared this and this and this and this. And then when I point it out, they don't remember. They're like, what? So that doesn't sound like me. We didn't do that. And I'm like, this is awesome. You know, cause you just forget. So when we think about the fact that between the ages of zero and seven, your subconscious mind is being filled in with the messaging on how to do life. If we just like clear all of this out and I'm not a big fan of EFT and like hypnosis and stuff, cause it's just putting more stuff in and it's so slow. Like You know, I like to clear my clients out and just release all of it so they can come from a fresh perspective. Um, You know, the subconscious wiring that you're currently living your life from takes no effort to implement, right? Right. And so in the same sense, when you're so cleared out, the new version of you who feels powerful and strong and excited and energized and sees money-making opportunities everywhere and loves herself enough to act on the most profitable ones and bring her projects all the way through to fruition and is like open and receptive to any amount of money. Like it takes no effort to be that way. Like it takes no daily meditation. It takes no, you know once my clients are done with my work, like they're done, like they're, what else would we do? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, we can work together to like make them even more money. Sure. But like the energy clearing work at some point, it's just gone, you know? And that's, that's one of the things that like, I love so much. Like I don't have a daily ritual, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's really cool. So to answer your question and like very quickly, yes. You know, we can clear it all the way. And it's not normal to constantly have a brain that's overactive and to have like a deflated sense in your tummy or to feel like somebody punched you in the gut when you see that your friend had an amazing success and you know, you should be happy, but really wish it had happened for you. You know, all of these, like, like life isn't supposed to feel this way. And at some level in our bodies, we know that.
0: This is lovely. You're lovely. So uh, where can everybody find you?
1: Yeah, my website is com. That's dot rcom So it's Hannah spelled without the H at the end. You're also welcome to connect with me on uh, Instagram at Hannah Money Bliss. I wrote a book called Wealth From Within. Anybody who likes to read, grab your copy. Um, yeah, and then I also have a free subliminal on my website use. So you just check out my website and see what what tickles your fancy today.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us, Hannah. It's always a pleasure. Um, thanks for having me thanks everyone we'll see you next time thank you so much for listening if you loved what you heard don't forget to subscribe leave a review or share this episode on social media and don't forget to tag me on instagram at lindsay smith creative and if you do all three i'll be your best friend forever and invite you to all my birthday parties that's it for today and i'll see you next time